The Untold Story of the NFT Boom Published in New York Times on May 12, 18 years old Victor Langlois is a digital artist known to his friends and admirers as Fuo Sai O.U.S. or Fuo. On February 7, two art buyers began bidding for his artwork The Sailor. The two bidders drove the price up until it hit $67,906. Fast forward to the next day, and Langlois sold the sailor on Super Rare and three additional pieces on Bitsky for $109,000. Since people sold a collection of NFTs for more than $3.5 million, crypto art has been all the rage. By the spring, there was a dizzying array of NFTs that had been minted and auctioned off. The NFT's genesis is an unusual start for a movement that appears to be appending the cultural economy. For decades, digital artists were treated with disdain. Then, in 2009, Bitcoin debuted, proving that you could construct digital items that were nearly impossible to recreate using blockchain code. Kevin McCoy, a fine artist, got interested in Bitcoin and its blockchain shortly after its introduction. He was curious if it may pave the door for a new pay stream for creators. The next year, McCoy founded a company that allowed artists to design and sell tokens of their work. McCoy developed an experimental cryptocurrency in 2014 for a piece of his own digital art and labeled it Monetized Graphics. And that's when two programmers in Brooklyn produced a series of collectible figures known as CryptoPunk. In 2017, two art collectors 10,000 free NFTs through a website. They were sold within 24 hours. Later that year, another NFT collectible site called CryptoKitties launched, where users could buy and sell digital cats. The founder of Super Rare, who was working for a cryptocurrency incubator, was inspired by the kitties and punks explosion. The new cryptocurrency riches, fueled by Bitcoin and Ether billionaires, bolstered the NFT trend. In 2019, the market for crypto art began to heat up, with more and more artists beginning to sell their work for 10 times the prior price. Rates were breaking all-time highs, prompting some artists to wonder, was there any limit to how much people would pay for a digital file if they were willing to spend six figures? Crypto's aesthetics seemed like an art movement that the geek crypto audience could finally understand. Most collectors had never purchased tangible art and were a little apprehensive about visiting a gallery. Many collectors, however, see crypto art as a potentially lucrative investment, similar to Bitcoin itself. Collectors are largely staring at screens since NFTs are just digital files maintained someplace online. The emergence of NFTs is part of a larger move toward an economy in which artists can sell anything digital. Many collectors regard it as proof of their connection to the artwork and its creator. However, some are concerned that the market is eroding the freedom of expression of art online. Another concern is the quantity of energy required to mint NFTs. The market consumes 42.78 terawatt-hours of power each year. Though compared to Bitcoin, NFTs consume as low as 0.01% of the energy by the mining network. A possible solution would be to adopt proof-of-stake technology that can minimize the market's energy. However, more artists appear to be gravitating toward more energy-intensive marketplaces, such as Super Rare, because that's where the money is. Some even view NFTs rise as a symptom of a long-brewing problem in Western economies. The financialization of everything the U.S., as the holder of the main global currency, stands to lose the most of national currency's atrophy, one analyst fears. Some artists may get rich in the short run, but anything that turns the economic activity into sheer speculation tends to boost inequality, he adds. The growth of the NFT business may speed the mainstream acceptance of cryptocurrencies, and art collectors say they don't see the rise of NFTs as just a fad. No one can deny NFTs are needing improvement, but, all in all, NFTs are here to stay.